Did you know that by the end of 2022, console gaming is predicted to make over $61 billion in revenue worldwide? You're listening to the Xbox Hub podcast, the official podcast of the XboxHub.com. For the latest Xbox news, reviews, videos, and opinions, make sure you visit the XboxHub.com. But for now, settle down, get comfy, and open your ears for some podcast delights. Hello, welcome to the Xbox Hub official podcast, episode 116. My name is Gareth Ryan, I'm your host. And on my virtual left is Mr. James Burks. How are you doing, James? Well, uh, I'm not too well, thank you. Good. How are you? I'm very good. I'm really... Good. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. What else can I say? Feeling good. Um, Sorry, <laughs> That sounded like someone was about to have a breakdown, didn't it? I'm feeling good. I'm all right. <laughs> yeah, what's wrong? Yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> <laughs> just crying um, <laughs> and on my virtual right is Mr Richard Dobson how are you doing Richard? Hello everyone uh, good thank you how are we all doing? Very good very good as good as me and on my virtual opposite is Mr Darren Edwards how are you doing Darren? I'm very well thank you I can just about match those enthusiasm levels I think. Good, good. <laughs> uh, well this is it's all it's it's wet it's windy it's uh where, especially in the north, where you threw from. Um, Indeed. <laughs> um, how's your week been? James, what's your week been like? What have you been doing? Well, as I mentioned last week, I had a big weekend of wrestling coming up. Um, not not me personally. I did no <laughs> wrestling. Um, but I watched Choco Pro, which is a small wrestling promotion that's in like a, a small dance studio. And all they've got is a a mat on the floor, and a camera. That is it. It's so simple, yet it's very entertaining. Um, and it's free. So I watched the 200th episode, which went across two days. It was two hours each, two episodes. Um, and I think, to sum up how good or strange Choco Pro is, the second day, it started with a match, which was two on two, and they were singing plastic hammers, and then like an amphibious lizard creature. Um, and that's how you start the show. If you don't start that, then why bother? Um, but then at the other end of the scale, the last match was two warriors fighting in a last man standing match, and that went outside. Which is crazy. It never goes outside, really. Wow. Um, and one of the guys jumped from the next floor up through a table. So it's pretty wild. If you um, if you haven't seen Chocolate, anyone listens out there, go and have a look at that on YouTube. It is kind of amazing because it is exactly how James described. Um, yeah, it, I mean, it's free. You've got nothing to lose. No. You might as well. James, my question to you is it's getting bigger, yes. isn't it? This is. It's getting quite a lot of fans. If they get eighteen thousand subscribers, it's amazing. And if yeah. they will, if they're going to get, say, someone goes, "Oh, we really love this. We're going to, we're going to give you an, I don't know, a bigger place." Would 
would they do that? Because it would take away from the kind of idea of just a dance studio. I, I don't think they would. No. I mean, they literally, they, they literally go week to week on a limited budget, and they don't have to do it really anymore because a lot of places are letting you wrestle with audiences and, yeah. you know, for real money. Um, but they do it, they don't take any money, you know, to watch the show, and they just love doing it, and you can see it, and that, that helps, I think. Yeah. They're enjoying it. We enjoy it. It's just a really good community. Oh, I like nice. It. I like that, James. Come join us. Yeah, come and join James and the Chocolate Pro Review. It's good. It's definitely worth it. <laughs> Richard, are you going to join him? Wrestling fan? Uh, no. Uh, oh, my uh, God. Sorry. I sat there. <laughs> um, yeah, you're from Christmas Island. We talk about rest, wrestling a bit later on as well, aren't we? Where I have mm. some on the state of it. Okay, good. Well, Richard, what have you been doing if you're not joining Chocker Pro Wrestling? Uh, I think, well, I, I was also busy staying up late and watching sport, but uh, I watched the Super Bowl this weekend, just gone. Uh, this time around, it was the LA Rams versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, so me, me and my friend that watch it every year, we were just relieved that it didn't have uh, Tom Brady in it. Which meant we could enjoy it uh, as a as a proper neutral, um, and just enjoy it for what it was for a change. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, Richard. I don't know anything about the Super Bowl, um, so I can't ask a question. But who won? The LA Rams won. Oh. They were the team that had played really well all season. Whereas, to give it to give it a bit of context, so the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, over the past two seasons before this one, had won a combined total of six games out of 32. Um, So they've, like, for them to then get into the final, basically, of American football the following season um, is a really big deal. And had they won it, I think it would have been put across as non-American football fans as almost like Leicester winning the title. Right. Um, fortunately, they didn't lose. They didn't win, but they were very, very close. I think it, there was only three points in it in the end, which isn't much in in, in American football. No, too. great. Um, but yeah, it was a really good game. And then obviously they had the halftime show, which featured Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Mary J. Blige, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, and Fifty Cent. That was excellent. That's gone down really well and a lot of people are saying that it's one of the best halftime shows for a very very long time great uh, yeah Good. I think that was about half one in the morning and it, it, some of them can be a bit boring but they know that halftime show really got us pumped up and excited oh good um, I have got, where I live in London I've got an American football team that train near me so it's on Sunday, I can always see them. I always like watching them train, doing all their kind of like their plays and to trying all those out. Really good. Um, to, to join in? No, never, never. <laughs> I can barely stand Richard now. I've been <laughs> thrown against the wall or something. Um, Darren, what about you? What have you been doing? Something exciting? No. Uh, so just just work really. We went um, we went to see we went to the cinema last week um, to see the Kingsman. 
just because we had an evening fancy going to see something um and then the day after it came on Disney Plus. Yeah, I know, I <laughs> but, saw that. Uh, it was really quick, yeah. yeah. I thought, oh, right. But actually, I, I quite enjoyed it for what it was, so I don't regret it. And used the Meerkat movies and stuff, so it didn't cost much. Um, I watched a bit of the Super Bowl. I uh, I kind of liked I get swept up in it every year, and I always forget how it works, so I have to like relearn the rules mm. of the game every year when I watch it. And I stayed up for the halftime show, which I agree was kind of just brilliant. And then I... Uh, kind of gave up then and went to bed shortly after it um but yeah that's about it really for me for the week yeah good um i've been listening to something if, by the way there's two things i'm going to do first one really quick murderville that i think we mentioned on the podcast watch murderville on netflix you want something fun it's very good um and but the other thing i've been listening to is another podcast called the battersea ghost podcast and it's a bbc podcast and the Battersea Ghost is a 1957, kind of, or maybe earlier, 53, story um, about a, a really famous ghost, um, like the Enfield one, but the really famous ghost story about a poltergeist in the house. And it tells this, these episodes of eight episodes. It tells the stories by some a dramatic kind of recreation, but also people getting interviewed from the past, so it mixes fiction and non-fiction together. It's really good. It's really, if you want a podcast, you want something different, have a listen to that. That's what I've been listening to. Enjoyed it. Um, what have we been playing game-wise? Dan, I'm going to start with you. What have you been up to this week, games-wise? Um, so if our best laid plans come to fruition, then the embargo will have lifted by the time you hear this. And I've been playing a game uh, called Submerged Hidden Depths. So the original Submerged was released, I think it was around four or five years ago. And essentially, um, the city has been hit by natural disasters, rising water, um, and it's submerged, as the title suggests. And you play as a couple of young siblings who explore the world um, by um, zipping around on a little boat, uh, scaling buildings um, and, and whatnot. So it's build as a bit of a relaxing game as opposed to um there's no combat so the the purpose of the game is to have a relaxing experience so we've talked on the podcast before about a game that feels more like an experience something that you that's kind of almost done to you rather than you go and, and and play it in the traditional way um the original came in for a bit of criticism around lack of content uh, and i believe the engine was was played with bugs and stuff as well so this is the sequel which I, it came out for google stadia um as an exclusive originally um but given what's happened to stadia i'm not surprised now that it's been ported to to other consoles so i've been given an, a code uh to play an hour with it um and it's it is it looks brilliant i think um it's optimized and stuff for excess as well which is great um and it, it sounds beautiful it's like a kind of a very piano heavy soundtrack in the background there's a day night cycle there's lots to find and do in this one um versus the original still no combat so it's the same core gameplay element of just providing a really relaxing experience um but i I can't wait to play more of it. I'm, I really, really like the look of it. Um, and my um, thoughts will be on the site as well by the time you hear this. So please uh, have a read and check it out. When's it out, Rich? Oh, Darren? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I'm not sure exactly when it's out, um, but it's not long. So I believe um, 
the code that I'm playing is, is pretty much there or thereabouts in terms of the final version. So I think it's only a few weeks away before it comes out. Yeah, I think it might be March. Actually, I might have seen something for March sometime. Um, yeah, really looking forward to that. Um, who did the first? Did you review the first one, James? James did because I read it. <laughs> gone. James is gone. He's had enough. Oh, uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, sure, I, I don't even remember it, so oh, I'm oh, good. They're not quite worrying. Yeah. Good. <laughs> is it any good, the first one? Um, I remember. I've not played the first one, but um, I believe, yeah, it was. It, it, people praised the idea, but the execution wasn't, um, oh, wasn't amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I said a quick look at it. Good. Mm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, um, yeah. Richard, it's what about... your type of game, Gareth? So I know, sure no. you'll really like it. I think, I, think I will, and I, um, Richard, what about you? What have you been playing? I think you might be playing my type of game as well. Yeah, <laughs> um, I know that we both put our names down for this one, but um, I've just submitted the review for a game called Nostalgic Train, <clears throat> which is very much a, a walking simulator set in a, a Japanese town called Natsugiri. Um, you arrive there without any memory or recollection of how you got there. Uh, you're the only person in this town and you sort of need to piece together just what's happened, not with just yourself, but with the town as well. Um, <clears throat> so it sort of starts off with these seemingly um, not connected stories uh so the first one involves a, a, a child getting swept off down a river and there's a a life a life a, like um a preserver like a rubber ring sort of thing that you can that you pick up um and then you need to get onto this train because basically that that rubber ring shouldn't be there for whatever reason so you need to get on on the train with this holding onto this rubber ring, and then this train sort of does a loop around the town, and then the story can take a different path because you've changed the course of of history with with by removing this object. Um, and then as it progresses, it sort of builds a, a bit more of a story as to why this town's here in the first place and why there isn't anyone there, and. As a story, it's very, very good. It's it's a really, really interesting and original story. Um, the review that I've submitted, I've only given it three stars oh. though, because yeah. Um, so like, my argument is is with it. If I was to play another walking simulator, um, like Firewatch or Vanishing of Ethan Carter, there's other stuff to do in those games. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, your actions are, are mirrored on screen, whereas with Nostalgic Train, it's just walls and walls of text. And this this rubber ring that I've mentioned, you don't actually ever see it. You walk into like a, a thing, like a spherical piece of light on the floor, and then it will tell you that you pick up this life reserve. Oh, okay. So you're not doing anything. It's such no. A, yeah, okay. Everything in the town's static. Um, you don't interact with anything. Um, sounds, people tell you. Sounds perfect to me. <laughs> five, five stars. <laughs> no, I just wanted. I just I wanted know. something. Yeah. No, absolutely. And but it's a shame because the story is really, really good. 
Um, but yeah, it's just there's nothing. It, there's nothing to gamify it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It is if if it was a novel or a short story, it it would be the same experience. Yeah, fair enough. That's good. Uh, how much is it? Do you know? Can you remember? Uh, Eleven pounds seventy four. Okay, a little bit over what I expected. Um, yeah. yeah, James, you've been playing a game I've not even heard of before, so this is no surprise. Tell me about it. I think it's going to be your cup of tea. Oh. I think I love this one. Okay. It's, um, it's called Dungeon Romper <laughs> Trigger Happy Havoc Anniversary Edition. It's got Gareth all over it. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, it's a, a murder mystery visual novel, essentially, um, with some gameplay elements that you might find in Ace Attorney, you know, Phoenix Wright. So it's got a bit of that in it as well. Um, yeah, I love those games. Yeah, it doesn't really mind this. Um, it's set in a school uh, known as Hope's Peak Academy. It's the most gifted students in Japan. So everyone there, you know, you've got uh, the best pop star, the best computer programmer, uh, martial artist, really is the best of the best. Um, and you'll play the role of someone with no talent um, who win a place at the school by looking at the draw, really. So, eventually, in the, the most luckiest student. Um, so, that's normal-ish. Um, but the school is actually run by a crazy robotic bear who decides to imprison all his students forevermore. Um, the only way out is to kill a fellow student without anyone finding out you did it. So, uh, yeah, takes a bit of a dark turn. <laughs> is it any it, good? Well, it's a bit long-winded, and it is really dark, with a little bit of humour as well. Um, and the characters are quite interesting. But I think the rest of it is the, like, figuring out who killed person if you've got a bit of a trial and you have to use the evidence to like dismiss their crimes and it's not because of it but it is very long-winded right that's the only downside um i think richard reviewed it so what if i didn't get review read richard's review what did you give it richard got it spot on. uh i think i gave it three and a half stars okay pretty so much James James has said is what I picked up on as well. It's a, it's a visual novel, but it's like 20, 25 hours long. Wow. Well, yeah, all I'm yeah. glad is that someone else has played one of James's games, that they exist. <laughs> it makes you change, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, good. Um, what I've been playing, what I've been playing, I'm playing, playing a lot of games that I can't talk about, but I'm playing, I played a game that's reviewed on the site called Don't Be Afraid which is like a first-person survival horror. Um, and it basically puts you in the shoes of an 11-year-old boy who wakes up in a sort of like murder room, like an escape room feel to it, like a saw environment. And you get talked to by this character called Mr. Franklin, who's just kind of like spooky kind of voice. And you basically have to get out of this house. 
Um, and all you've got with you is a candle, really. That's the only thing you can use. And if you if the candle goes out, you you won't go to certain areas because it's too scary. It's too dark. Even though even though beside you is someone who's been <laughs> hacked up to pieces. But it's a bit dark over there. But don't worry about the, the bloody corpse next to the left. You keep you keep walking by every two seconds, um, and you basically it's like a it's, it is like an escape room. So you're kind of just working out puzzles where to get keys. Like for example, your candle keeps going out because there's um this is a very simple one. There's um, pipes of water, so you have to work out how to turn the water off so you can get through and light the area. Um, there's kind of like clues to what to get next, levers to pull. Um, what they what happens as well? They use mannequins really nicely again. So Mr. Franklin has made this sort of like room full of very scary mannequins. So it has a typical thing, and the mannequins might help you. They might point to what you've got to do. They might have switches on that you had to activate to open doors. But also it has that great thing when you walk, you look behind you, and they change position, or they're getting closer to you. So but they're still still that great kind of like trope. And it, the whole thing is really kind of like horror tropey as in, you know, you have, there's nothing original here, but what they do, they do really well. They're kind of like the atmosphere in the room. And you find out as you go, there are other kids who have been here as well. And you're, you know, you're picking up tapes and you're working out and they're helping you by leaving you clues to get out. But the only bad thing is there's some chase sections when a sort of evil brother chases you and they're not so good, you know, like running away from, Almost slender man type things, and then you're running around. Mm-hmm. But yeah, not yeah. It's good though. I I gave it three and a half. It was a really good, you know, a good one in that genre. It kept me really intrigued. It's only short, three to four hours or something. Yeah, um, don't be afraid. I think it's out now. It's good. Um, right, everyone. I think we're only going to do one review. I'm so sorry. I know you've got more to talk about. We haven't got enough time. You all gutted, upset. You won't miss mine. Okay, good. Um, but we will Devastated. just... We do... <laughs> you gonna... Were you going to talk about Nowhere Profit? I think you talked about that before. I don't yeah. think I did. I think uh, I think I left it out. It was interesting enough. All right, good. Oh, it's been passed okay. over again. Again. Yeah. Never gonna... it, it, it did come out 10 years ago. <laughs> um, now, the thing is, there's two games I just want to talk about. Is anyone doing Crossfire? Yes, I ah. picked that up. Now it's been really slagged off, Darren. It's just a really briefly. Is it is it bad? Uh, so I've um, not spent much time with it at the moment, but I believe there were loads of server issues and all, all sorts of things from what I've seen. Um, but I've um, not really not really played that much of it yet, to be honest. All right. Yeah, it's not it's not getting good press, is it? That's what I'm saying. No, it got, I look I was looking on the store and it has been uh, user review bombed quite heavily recently. Right, so they've okay. got a job on their hands to turn it around. Yeah. Um, but it'll be interesting to see what the actual gameplay is like now they're putting in fixes and whatnot. Because as we'll come on to in a bit, there are, there have been quite a few games of rocky launches over the past couple of years. Haven't yeah. They? Yeah. Um, and the other big one that just suddenly appeared, I think it was yesterday, Cyberpunk 2077, the Xbox mm. Series X and PlayStation Five. It's back. Release. It's just <laughs> there's no muckle around. It was just like here we go. Here it is. Um, and I think if you've got the Series X version of the PS5, you can just, I think PS5 is a bit more complicated, but Series X, you just do an upgrade and then you're ready to go, aren't you? Happy days. Um, Richard, you, have you been playing it? Yeah, I, uh, I installed it as soon as this patch came out yesterday. Right. So I've played about two and a half hours. 
you get on with it? It's it's okay so far. Um, graphically, it's not blowing me away as much as I would hope. But I'm not. I've only just got to a part where I can fully start to explore. Yeah. Up till this point, it's pretty much been doing what I've been told to do with like the opening few hours, mainly are anyway. Right. Um, but yeah, I think I can start to put my own stamp on it now a little bit and see what it's all about. So yeah. Where did you start? Yeah. What 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 story? I started with Nomad. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, because I just wanted to see the outside bit first because I, I don't think you do with the other two. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was 30, 40 minutes driving around this little backwater town and then straight into Night City. Yeah. And Darren, have you played it? Have you played it yet? Uh, not, not to any great degree. So uh, Ryan got it originally for his PS5 and we played a little bit of it. Um, but I kind of, I, I got put off because, because it's such a big game as well. Because yeah. I remember going to a, I think it might have been the year I saw you in, in Neil at EGX. Yeah, yeah. There was like a tech presentation. Um, but um I was really excited and then I was let down when it when it released and I kind of forgot about it mm. to be quite honest so this probably is a good time to go in and, and replay it but just trying to make the time it's a poor excuse but trying to make the time at the moment is, is a bit of a challenge I would like to revisit it though but um, Richard doesn't sound overflowing with praise at the moment so James are you going to do it because you said you were only going to play, play it when the Xbox Series yeah. X version yeah that was the plan I think we're not, you know, is, is it worth diving into such a, a big game? Will it give me the joy of Gems of War, for example? <laughs> you know, it, it's a tough one. I might do. That's a benchmark right there. Yeah. Oh Gems of War, nothing with me. Yeah, I know. Um, it's it's not that long. You it's, you know, you'll do the main story in 20 hours. Yeah, it's not oh. a huge, it's not a massive game. Um, but you're, with all the side quests and all the things you can do, it'd be hours and hours and hours on it. But it's yeah. yeah, it's. I mean, I you know, I think I was the only one who gave it a really good review on the, on the first time it came out. I really, I loved it. I thought it was good fun. But I wasn't. I didn't have any bugs because I was playing it on my Series X then. So I had a couple mm. of things that happened, but nothing major, nothing mm. um, ridiculous. And I and I, I really liked the city design. I thought the city design was amazing. The kind of levels of it. It, 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 you can smell it. It was like really good, but yeah, I had a good time with it. Um, I'm, would I go back? Maybe if there's some DLC. I don't think I'm going to go back to see it. crowd looking a bit more interesting. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's interesting that he just threw it out there. I mean, it's almost felt mm. like they were just going, "Let's get this out of the way. Let's get it out." To be fair, I did forget. Yeah, I did forget that they were. They were still working on it you know after initially it was like oh well in a few weeks there's going to be this patch and this patch and i've just completely forgot about it so it did take me by surprise when they just dropped it good yeah well richard let us know next time you're on how you getting on with it will do yeah good um this links us onto a bit of news i'm gonna see if i can link all the news in some way let's see if i can do that that'd be quite impressive yeah. wouldn't it? um it's like sorry someone's Yes. Um, so, the Witcher Three director and cyberpunk veterans from um, that company—I can't remember the name of—you lot can help me out. 
CD Projekt Red. Thank you. Um, they announced a new studio, and they're producing a, 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 a an RPG, a dark fantasy RPG. Um, is it good? Interest of anyone? I mean, we were talking about The Witcher the other day, wasn't it? I've forgotten about The Witcher. Um, but it was a really good game, James. You loved it, didn't you? I absolutely adored The Witcher 3. I tried the other two, I couldn't get on with them. But mm. the third one was fantastic. Apart from the books, obviously. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, I got really lost in that world. I loved it. Are they doing? Is um? Are they doing another Witcher game? The the studio, the one that I've forgotten the name of already. Even though Darren's just told me. CD Projekt Red. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thanks, James. I'll do the next one. No worries. It changed. <laughs> um, I, I've no idea what the plans are for Witcher Four. But no, they were they were going to do one, weren't they? I, I don't know. I thought I, I think it was assumed. But did we ever get confirmation? Because I think we all just assumed they would. But now I think about it, I can't. I can't remember seeing anything. Yeah. I think they're, they're doing a patch for the, the Xbox Series X and S for Witcher 3 at the moment. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, right. I think that's the next thing that'll be coming out from The Witcher. Unless Gwent... Is Gwent getting another... Oh, yeah, the, the, the card game. Release, I think, at some point. Yeah. That's getting something, in it? Some kind of adaptation. Yeah. Right. Yeah, this, I mean, this I good. I understand, Grant. No, I Grant don't. Weird. Yeah, this is something in Assassin's Creed. There's a, there's a game that went mad as well in the latest Assassin's Creed that I couldn't really get my head around as well. Viking kind of car game. Um, good. Yeah, so that's gonna, that's interesting. We don't know what that's about, anything. I mean, what I imagine is there'd be some wrestling in it in an RPG uh, sense. <laughs> Which brings oh, us on to... <laughs> I mean, that was... That, that was, was bad, was that? Um, there were many ways to do that, and that was the worst <laughs> way. <laughs> I, I lost... I forgot I was having to do it, and then I got really... Uh, I will try to... Um, so, I, I'm just bringing this up, because we've got two big wrestling fans here. Um, not necessarily WWE fans of the games. <laughs> um, but this the new wrestling game, 2K22, is coming out in March, isn't it? And they've mm-hmm. just done this trailer, and you can be uh, you can you can you can be a manager, can't you, of a of a brand? Is that right? Tell us about it. James and Richard. Tell me, James first, and then Richard can join in. Really, that? really me? Yeah, or, am, or Richard. I'm Richard, so I'm so far out of the loop. Oh, okay. Richard for address. Richard, tell us. Is this, what is a games manager, or what it's called? Uh, GM, GM, my GM mode for WWE 2K22. It almost looks a little bit like if. WWE was doing a football manager game, so you can do a draft as to who, as to which brand you want, whether you Raw, SmackDown, or NXT, um, and then you can draft wrestlers to your brand and set up the the roster and the card for the night, and then set up the big events and basically manage that team. <clears throat> but my my big issue with this is. And I'm sure James would agree with me on this. It's that many would argue that for the past 12 to 18 months, WWE hasn't known how to manage itself. And yet the latest game's putting you in control of it. So I think secretly they're looking for people that do well in this mode and be like, oh, maybe, maybe this is the guy to save WWE. Yeah, okay. Um, James, are you convinced by this? Would it get you back into the game? 
I think I think Richard's right in that it's similar to Football Manager in the way it works, as in, you know, you do have to control most aspects of it. But I think because it's focused on one promotion, it doesn't really work as well. Right. If, if you had different companies and you brought them all together, then there's a bit of rivalry, a bit more, you know, fantasy booking. Um, I think one of the big problems as well, and you might have, is that a lot of people in the game might not even be there anymore. <laughs> they've, cut, they've released so many wrestlers in the past year, or year and a half, that I'm surprised they've got a roster at all. Yeah. You know, I can probably count 40 wrestlers that have been cut that couldn't have been in this game. And I think they'll keep a lot of them in there, because they didn't time to replace them. Um, and this mode on its own won't convince me whatsoever. Oh. The proof is in the gameplay. Yeah. And the gameplay is probably going to be awful. Again. Okay. Like it always is. Great. Oh dear. I, uh, I, I can't help here at all, but I, I, what Richard said, um, didn't that happen with Football Manager? A really good player got appointed to manage a real football team in one of the lower leagues, or did I imagine that? Yeah, do I want to? I want to say Afghanistan. Was it? Was it a national team? Wow. It might have been the national team at one point, but yeah, I I definitely do remember something like that actually happening. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you might be onto something there with this then. Yeah, this is it. This could be your new career, both of you. (laughs) It can't be that bad. Can't be that bad (laughs) job. (laughs) What I like about wrestling is like they're like animals. They're like wolves. Which brings us on to the Wolf Among Us 2. Oh, you had me there. I thought you were going to make a serious point about it. So, um, last week we were on the podcast, the Wolf Among Us 2 um, trailer was showing and it and it showed when we had a look at it. Um, who's, who's played the first one here? Darren, have you played the first one? Or tell, tell, I have not played the first one, uh-huh. no. James, you've played it. Tell us, is this excited, excited you? I mean, it was a long time ago, but I do quite enjoy the uh, the graphic novels it's based on, mm. uh, Fables. So yeah, I'm I, I'm looking forward to a sequel massively. And if you've seen the trailer, it's looking pretty good. Yeah, it's in good shape. Yeah, it doesn't um, visually it looks good, doesn't it? It looks very different. Yeah, it yeah. looks a lot better. Even though it's still using the, is it cell shading? Yeah, I think so. It? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's an interesting characters as well. Yeah. If you notice the new ones. Um, I've read all the fables. I've read all the fables, would you believe? So I, oh, it's, yeah. A, it's nice. yeah, all of them. It's a very great. It's a brilliant universe and really great kind of comic mm. novel. Richard, have you had a look at that and played the game? I haven't. No, but this trailer looked really good. Um, so I might try and find it somewhere. Yeah, see if you can play the first Stop. one. Did they put it back on the star, or has it disappeared still? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Let's check that out. Yeah. The whole thing, it's great, because it's really filmic, um, which is very interesting, because <laughs> um, Bioshock <laughs> is being <laughs> made into a film on Netflix. Oh, there we go. It's getting worse. Uh, this is getting bad, isn't it? I don't know how <laughs> I'm going to get through it. If you have to host next week, I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I've made a vow. I've got to do it now to the end. Um, <laughs> Bioshock. Netflix are going to do, I think, a movie, isn't it? Of the Maybe it's a series. I don't know. But they're definitely going to bring it into um, 
into life, this franchise. Um, personally, I think the Bioshock world is a is a really good one to do. Yeah. Yeah, I agree, definitely. It does make me a bit nervous, though, because I love Bioshock mm. and all the games, so it could go horribly wrong. That's the only risk. Yeah, I think it's... it's yeah, exactly. I think... It's really interesting, isn't it? Because I was just thinking about other, you know, I was just talking. I think I put in here other game franchises, and you know, mm. we've got the we've got the Uncharted movie um, that's come out. It's coming out this month. But I just don't fancy at all. No, I'm not bothered about that. No. Really, because the the game's a great action game. I don't know, I'm no interest in seeing highlights of the games on thing. Mm. But I'm really, I'm really excited to, for the Last of Us HBO series. Yeah, of course. I yeah. don't know why I'm really excited for that. I do think that could be quite interesting in that world. And I think maybe Bioshock again is kind of, it could be it could be really interesting because I think the characterizations are great in this. You know, the yeah, the people which which is a lot of fun for the kind of writing of it and the performance and the world of course is brilliant. Yeah, definitely. I think there is a real opportunity. Um I suppose it depends how how they approach it. Have you seen the the trailer for the Halo series? I'm still a little bit on the fence about how it's going to be. And they've clearly designed Master Chief really well, but I just don't know how they're going to do it in a, in a series. Mm. Which is a great link because we're talking about Paramount. Um, thank you, you. Darren's linked me for the perfect. Paramount's got a UK release date, the Paramount Plus, um, which Halo is on. Um, and so there's another uh, subscription service coming to us. <laughs> Spend more money on. Um, Darren, you were just saying about Halo. Would you would you get Paramount Plus just for to watch the Halo series? You're a massive Halo fan. Yeah, I think I I probably will. Um, because also it's got um Star Trek Discovery on there, which the first three series were on Netflix, and I really enjoyed. So there are at least two things that I'd like to watch. So <laughs> it probably means I'm going to, even if it's just a trial or, or a few months, I'm probably going to watch what I want to watch and then and then stop it for a bit. Yeah. Um, Richard, you a, you a big fan into the, into the <laughs> Paramount? Into, <laughs> into I literally forgot where I was. <laughs> I could have been anywhere. I thought, am I, am I, uh, I'm getting out now. I thought you'd been blown away. I thought it felt like it. Um, <laughs> Are you are you a big fan of um, Halo? Do you want to see the TV series? Would it get you to get a Paramount Plus subscription? I'm 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 similar to Darren on this. I'm a bit on the fence. I think that that trailer for the TV series looks absolutely garbage. <laughs> but yeah, it's Halo at the same time, isn't it? So yeah, I just want to see what it's like. Um, but Paramount Plus, I think, is going to have South Park stuff on there as well. Uh, oh, okay. Which which is in, of interest to me, <clears throat> and I don't know. I think they announced the new Beavers and Butthead film, but I don't know whether that would be exclusive to this or whether that be in the cinema. Right. So I don't... Okay. I mean, also, I think they've got other cinema releases in there as well that are coming out. I think there's a Margaret Robbie film coming out, maybe. Um, I've forgotten the name of the director. Um, so they, they've got a few big... And another new Star Trek film's been announced, isn't it? With that. Yeah. Yeah. And The Quiet Place 3 got announced as well uh, today. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, I like those films. There you go. Yeah. Darren's sold. He's in. There you go. You've done a great job. Are you getting commission? Or... 
I think the problem is the, is the halo thing as well. Is that how do you? Do, I think someone mentioned this before. Is how do you do the grunts? What are they going to look like? Those weird. Um, uh, hopefully they don't look like the Goombas in the Super Mario film because <laughs> that's what I've got in my head at the yeah. moment because they're just running around saying stuff aren't they like yeah. oh yeah, yeah, cowards, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's going to be a bit strange yeah um, also with the Star Trek movies you know when is it when is it when, do, when are they going to end and go into another one like like Windows is ending its Xbox support <laughs> on its phone <laughs> This is terrible. Oh, uh, wow. um, who, who put this one in? What's going on? I don't know anything about Windows Phone, so someone else can tell me. Uh, I, I put this one on. Yeah. So, <clears throat> basically, I've had a Windows Phone since since my work, my previous work, decided they weren't going to bother with Android or iPhones. They were going to give us all cheap, shitty Windows Phone. <laughs> um, but I have I have used it for quite a few Windows Phone titles. Um, but this is the announcement that in three months, yeah, in May, um, Windows phones are ending Xbox support. I think <clears throat> the, the stores closed a long time ago for these phones. You weren't able to buy new games anyway. But those that you did have on there, um, you've got like three months to scoop up all the achievements that you want because then they will be supported in the future, in a few months' time. Wow. Well, but... Is this the end for Windows phones? Is that what they're saying as well? They're kind of trying to wind down Windows phones. Yeah, it never really took off. Took off, did it? I mean, they've, they've tried with a few different uh, operating systems on Windows phones, and I think the one that I had was Windows Eight. You know, with all the tiles and everything. Oh yeah. Um, but it was it was the best that they could manage. Uh, but right. yeah, it's it is a bit of a shame because. There, there was a lot of potential there, but they never really. The, the phones weren't that great anyway. Right. The, the hardware itself, I think the one I got was a, a Nokia, which Nokia in the late 2010s was almost non existent. So. Okay. Mm, they were massive, weren't they? I remember having a 3310 when I was a teenager. <laughs> yeah, just all identity when everyone else saw it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> James, have you got a Windows phone? Would you be interested in that? No, it's got no Xbox support. <laughs> not in the slightest. Okay. Never was before, but not now. Stick with Samsung. Um, James, have you got any more questions? Because if uh, you haven't... No, speaking of questions. Yeah, speaking of questions, that was my lesson. That's good. Yeah, very good. <laughs> you made it. Well done. We're going to go to Richard now with a quiz. <laughs> Right, flipping heck. Um, so I've done a, I've done another quiz. This one is sort of based on Gareth's infamous Metacritic quizzes, um, but I've gone for quotes off this the back of uh, the disc cases this time. Ooh. Um, so rather, but then it, rather than it being five, it's only three quotes, so it'd be three, two, one in terms of points. But I think I'm gonna have to do it as buzzing in. Because I don't think it would work with taking in turns with three people so much. But okay. if you but if you buzz in and you get it wrong, you're frozen out of that that question. Good. Because otherwise, I just think there's going to be buzzing in everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> so, with that said, Darren, I don't think you've ever had a buzzer before, have you? 
I don't think I have, no. I'm trying to wrap my brains on what to do for a buzzer. I might just say buzz and do that. <laughs> That'll do the so job, won't it? Like it. Sorted. No, Gareth, you're low. Good. Darren, your buzz. Great. What can go wrong? So I have, I have eight games, um, and if you get it right on the first one, you get three points, and so on. Um, so the first game, uh, the first quote from the box is, an open-world action-adventure story set in a megalopolis obsessed with power, glamour, and body modification. Uh, Gareth? Cyberpunk 277? 277. Well, well played. So that's three points for that one. The other two were, you can customise your character's cyberware skill set and player style. Or you play as V, a mercenary outlaw, going after a one of a client implant. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Richard. Uh, game number two, the first quote Justice is blind. Is that worth a risk? <laughs> yes, yeah, hard. You don't take the risk, do you? <laughs> ah, Justice is blind. Don't know. Don't know. Okay, I'll move on to the next one. From filling confrontations to unexpected plot twists, this dark cinematic mystery is yours to solve. Wow. Hmm. A cinematic mystery. Oh. Can you read that again, that second one? Sorry, Richard. Yep. From filling confrontations to unexpected plot twists, this dark cinematic mystery is yours to solve. I'm going to go for it. Uh, Gareth? L.A. Noir? It's a very good guess, but I'm afraid it's wrong. Damn. Oh. I'm out. Shall I move on to the last one? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, please. <clears throat> After getting a murderer acquitted, fallen attorney Takayuki Yagame begins his personal quest for redemption. Oh, yeah. James? Is it a judgment? Well done. Well done. Get him. <clears throat> Game number three, first quote is discover where the journey began. Hmm. Sounds familiar. It really does, doesn't it? It's probably the, the words in every trailer for <laughs> people film. <laughs> it is quite nondescript, that one. Mm. Mm. No. Nothing. I'll move on. Experience the original brutal challenge completely remade from the ground up. Buzz. Darren? It's not um, Demon Souls, is it? Oh, it? It only well is. Well done, Darren. <laughs> good, good. I was thinking Dark Souls, stupidly, and I didn't yeah, think I of Demon Souls. Souls. Yeah. <laughs> I did it first, and then it kind of twigged. I thought, oh, it must be. Very good. Well played. Uh, game number four. 
fire up a wild ride across the cosmos with a fresh take on this franchise. Yeah. It's a franchise bit that's getting me. Yeah, that's what's making me yeah. think. For, well, for that one, it is the name of the game, but I removed it and put this franchise because obviously if I said it, it'd give it away. Ah, okay. okay. Yeah, probably. Could you read it again, please? Yeah. Fire up a wild ride across the cosmos with a fresh take on this franchise. <laughs> James. Is it Guardians of the Galaxy? It is well. Done. Oh, oh damn! Yeah, very good. Oh, damn. <laughs> well done. Very good. Cheers. Uh, game number five: outnumbered but never outgunned. Oh, it could be a couple of games, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that really rings a bell as well. Oh, that could be mini games. I can't take a risk on that. No, I'm not prepared to risk it just yet. Risk it. (laughs) (laughs) I will move on. Choose from over 100 characters featuring original cast, ancestors, and new lovable rogues you'll want to blast. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Nothing for me, Darren. That's, that's, that's made it more difficult for me. I've no <laughs> <Yeah>. idea. <laughs> it's completely taken me off track. No idea now. Okay, I'll go with the last one. Battle your way through nine time-travelling episodes, each with their own distinct graphical style, ranging from the <laughs> West. Oh, just me, eh? Just Gareth in time. Overwatch. No. Oh, no! Oh, I, I think I know it. Buzz. Darren? Is it Time Splitter's Future Perfect? No. Oh. <laughs> James? Is it Time Splitter's King? It is time split. Oh, it's so cruel. It's so cruel. Oh, well done, Darren. Unlucky. James is evil. (laughs) Sorry, Darren. I put that one specifically for you as well. Oh, yeah. I do prefer Time Splits 2 as well, but I I thought it had more levels for some reason. Mm -hmm. Uh, Game number six. First quote is Relive the Adventure. Jesus. That is generic, isn't it? No. Yeah. No. Okay, I'll move on. Experience epic challenges and re encounter the fiery personalities. <laughs> That's hard. Hmm. I thought there's a clue in there, but I'm not picking up on it. There's definitely a um. In there. Mm. There's a couple of clues in there. Can we get again? Experience mm. epic challenges and re encounter the fiery personalities. 
No. No. Okay, last one. Three games and over 100 levels to explore. It's <laughs> a lot of levels. <laughs> it's a lot of levels. Uh, uh, I never played at me in that Three games, though. Oh, um. oh God. I can't, I've got nothing to guess. I can't even guess anything. Oh. Is it the Edge World Trilogy? I think I know what it is. Uh, Deep, wasn't it? Yeah. I will. Is it the um, Spyro Reignited Trilogy? It is. Well done. Hey! Oh. Brilliant, Darren. I knew, right? I said Trilogy. Uh, Richard, can <laughs> we have a score update for the last two games before we go into it? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So both Gareth and Darren have three points. James is in the lead with five points. Oh, we need to really up our game in the least, this one. Six, six points still on offer. Yeah. Oh, it's all to play for. I think you get one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> game number seven Conquer your foes in vicious close quarter combat. Oh, I can't miss mm. that. Okay, second one. Venture into the brutal Norse wilds and fight to fulfill a deeply personal quest. <laughs> James. Is it Assassin's Creed Valhalla? I'm afraid it's not. <laughs> Is it God, yeah. of, God of War? Well done. Yeah. Yeah. Darn it. Oh. Oh. They were interruptions. Yeah, no, they weren't. I was thinking, <laughs> give me any of those two. Thank God for you. Oh, then. Oh, this is good. The last, the last one was discover an emotionally gripping tale of father and son. Mm. Oh. Uh, so, but yeah, anyone can still win it. Yeah. Come on, Darren. Come on, Darren. Do it. Get, get a team pointer. Oh, don't, because I ain't got a time for it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, last game, evolve past what nature intended to become the ultimate apex predator. Buzz. Darren. Is it um, Deus Ex uh, man, uh, Human Revolution? No, oh, good guess. Good guess. Not. We went for broke though, and I and I, I had to. That. I had to. Good effort. Anyone else want to risk it on that one? No. <laughs> nope. Okay. Eat your way up the food chain, battling for aquatic supremacy. Oh, I know it. Oh, God. <laughs> Forgotten it. Oh. I know. I know what it is now. Is it money? Yes. Yeah, well played. <laughs> well done, James. <laughs> Well, I nearly it. said Subnautica. Well. <laughs> 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 that was devastating. Oh. Well done, yeah. Joe. Well that was good. good. Well played, everyone. Very good quiz, Richard. Good. I enjoyed that. Cheers, Richard. Very good.
It's a good that. job I was working from home today and I had a lot of video game boxes to read. Yeah. <laughs> That's a winner, that one. Yeah. I appreciate the love for the physical media as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. 100%. That's that's and secret. Do, and do some so, yeah. 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 Good okay. There was a lot of games that were just so generic that couldn't be used. <laughs> mm. Very good. Um right, let's go into what we're looking forward to next week. Uh Richard, what are you looking forward to? Uh on well on Saturday I can eat cake without feeling guilty about it because we're going to the place that's making our wedding cake for some testing. Mm, nice. So I'm really looking forward to that. Brilliant. Very nice. Very good. What are you, what are you hoping for? What are you get? What's your what's your feeling at the moment? I think we're going to have mixed mixed tiers. Oh. So we're obviously going to have to have a fruit cake tier, mm. which might be the smallest one because I can do without that stuff. <laughs> when you say fruit cake, can you have Jeffrey cake? Is that funny? It's orange. I like a Jaffa cake. Cake that'd be amazing. <laughs> See what they've got on offer. I might suggest that to them. They'll steal that idea and start making Jaffa cake cakes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Darren, what about you? What are you doing? Uh, so all being well, um, we're going to Poland next week mm-hmm. for a few days, which will be lovely. Um, not been away for about three years abroad, so we've still got to do a negative COVID test in the twenty-four hour window before we land though so i've ordered them and i'm hoping it all goes okay i'm sure it will that'd be great poland be great um james what about you um there's a new uh, korean drama on disney plus called snowdrop and it stars juicy a black pink so i'm watching that relentlessly for the next week great Keep what's, quite long. what's it about um, it's set in the late 80s during quite a lot of political drama in, in Korea. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about, I think it's a, a love story though between a North Korean and a South Korean, ultimately. Nice. Um, yeah, it, it could be good, you never know. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be playing on Friday at 10 o'clock, maybe Thursday night, Horizon Forbidden West. Which is um, which I'm really looking forward to. It's done really well this week. It's got some nice reviews, I think, from generally across the board. Maybe it's, most of it's in the nines. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I've got that on its way. If I ever stop working, I'm gonna get to play it. Be good. Um, <laughs> yeah, really fun. Um, right, gentlemen, thank you so much. Um, let's get you with. Let's get if we want to get in touch with you and talk about cakes, Richard. Where, where do we, where do we get hold of you? <laughs> Uh, I'll be on Twitter and Instagram at Dobbo1912. And Darren, if you want to talk about Poland, what, what are you going to um, do? I will be on Twitter as well, and you can find me at 27Darren. Brilliant. And James, if you want to talk about love over the North and South Korean border, where do we talk to you? Um, on Twitter and Instagram at OKUKR. And you, All can, right. <laughs> you, can find, <laughs> you can find me for anything else at TV Briley on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram. Bye, right, gentlemen. Thank you very much. We'll see you next time. Bye bye. Bye bye. You've been listening to the official podcast of the XboxHub.com. You'll be able to find all the notes of this show at www.thexboxhub.com slash podcast. You can also check out our social feeds on 
Instagram and Twitter at the Xbox Hub and search for the Xbox Hub on Facebook.